Welcome to the Weather Channel podcast. I'm meteorologist Dominica Davis here with meteorologist Linda Lamb and reporter Jan Childs. And we are talking what's coming up this week in the wild world of weather. We have everything from severe to potential tropical off the southeast coast. And yes, we are all still hunkered down in our homes looking at the same four walls. So welcome, guys. It's great to hear your voices once again. Hi, Dominica. It's great to be here again with you guys. It's great to see you guys. And it's wonderful to have more weather to talk about. We really do. So let's start with severe weather because that's on the docket first. So we're talking the timing of this is going to be Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, So Southern Plains up to the Midwest. Right, Linda? That's right. Um, And this is something we have not seen recently. You know, April was a very busy month in terms of severe weather reports. And then May uh, arrived and we really haven't seen much as through May 10th. We've only seen nine reports of tornadoes so far. And May is typically the month of the year where you see the most tornadoes. So we are, you know, getting back more into what you expect for spring. You know, uh, last week we almost had a late winter, early spring pattern with the record cold. And that pattern was not conducive to severe weather. And now that we're seeing this pattern begin to shift this week, that will bring the chance of severe back into parts of the U.S., including the plains which and the Midwest, which are areas that you typically look for for the chance of severe weather and tornadoes uh, during the month of May. Yeah, so the weather is warming up, which is why it's going to fuel some of these um, storms that we're going to see over the next couple of days. But man, the rain totals that are expected um, over yeah, the next couple of yeah. days. So flooding is a concern too. I saw a lot of places, especially through the Southern Plains, it looks like three to five inches is not out of the question. So there's a lot of moisture to work with. Yeah. So with this pattern change, we're going to start to see uh, that moisture really ramp up. As we head into tomorrow, we'll see dew points rise quite a bit in uh, parts of the southern and central plains, which will help be the fuel for the storms that are expected to fire up uh, as we head towards later tomorrow afternoon into the evening. uh, There'll be a dry line in uh, parts of western Texas, and we'll begin to see a few storms, likely some supercell thunderstorms develop during the late afternoon and evening. And then that threat will uh, kind of shift more towards a, a, a line of thunderstorms. So we'll start off with a lot of large hail potential, uh, the potential for a couple of tornadoes, and then we'll see more of a wind damage risk uh, as well as we head into the overnight hours in parts of the southern central plains um, and even a little bit farther north into uh, parts of the maybe even to the mid Mississippi Valley. So Jan, as Linda said, we haven't really had a whole lot of severe weather for the middle part of the country, but some of these bigger cities where they could have Uh, potential tornado warnings over the next 48 hours. Are there any changes um, because of the quarantine? So the big thing is kind of what we've been talking about all through severe season here is that if you rely on a shelter, some of these cities have storm shelters that open for people that live in a structure that is more vulnerable to storms. But in some cases, the shelters are not opening. Or in some cases, in some counties and cities, they're opening fewer shelters or they might be in different locations in order to accommodate for social distancing. So the big thing people need to know is if you plan to go on a shelter in the event of a tornado or really flooding or or any sort of severe weather, you need to check ahead of time and make sure the shelter you're planning to go to is actually going to be open. That is that is the big thing. And officials are saying, you know, if you can try to make alternative plans, Um, you know, if you if you have family members that you can go to and still socially distance and be safe. 
you know, now is a good time to sort of think about alternative plans. Which brings us to our next topic, and that is uh, some funny business that could be happening off the southeast coast, the potential for it ahead of the Atlantic hurricane season, which, by the way, starts June 1st. Not unlikely, though, to have a a early um, system. And that is something we're going to be watching closely. And Jan, I know you have a lot to speak to with that, with the upcoming hurricane season and all the new rules that we have with where we can go and where we can't congregate in masses. So a lot to talk about. But first, Linda, what's the quote unquote funny business that could be happening? Yeah. <laughs> I just, so I'm just saying that <laughs> that is not a scientific. Do not look it up. <laughs> it is not, but it's still it's it definitely is appropriate at this point. Uh, so yeah, so with this pattern change, um, part of that will also um, influence a Bermuda high to set up later this week. And what that will do is we'll see more of a southerly flow in uh, parts of the Bahamas into Florida. So we'll see an increase of moisture there, increase in showers and thunderstorms. And with that, we are expecting an area of low pressure to develop somewhere roughly in the vicinity of the Bahamas. Exactly where that happens remains to be seen. Um, But there are indications from some of the models that this low pressure that develops could then uh, take on some subtropical or or tropical characteristics as we head towards this weekend. Um, And the good news is it, it will, it is expected at this point if it develops to track off towards the Northeast. So that would be away from the United States, away from land. So any direct impacts would be mainly rainfall in the Bahamas, but we could see some indirect impacts um, along the Florida coast in particular with an increase of rip currents, uh, high surf, uh, those sorts of uh, issues to watch as we head towards this weekend there. And mentally, it reminds us that this is the time of year that we're going into. So these things start to ramp up. We have to get our minds right, start thinking about our plans. Like Jan, you were saying, now this is a different thing with tornadoes. That is short term. Hurricanes, these are long term plans people have to make, and it usually affects a whole lot more people. So you're talking cities that can be evacuated. And that- Millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. So that is something potentially, I mean, it's like a loss of words when you think about um, if that could be the case coming up and we're not saying that that will be, but, uh, these are all things that we have to start paying attention to, right? Right. Because as the summer goes on, it becomes more and more likely that, that, you know, we might have one of these storms that would cause an evacuation, be it in Florida or up the coast, you know, Georgia, the Carolinas, um, further up Texas, Louisiana, you know, anywhere that's on the coast. I, I live on the East coast of Florida, as you guys know. So I pay a lot of attention to hurricanes and hurricane prep and, and what's happening. And it definitely is a different scenario this year. Like so many things are different this year. Um, in fact, the state is still working on kind of its plan for what they're going to advise um, the counties and different municipalities to do. Um, They're saying there's going to be some changes this year in terms of potentially instead of the shelters. Traditionally, shelters are usually in school gymnasiums because at least here in Florida, because schools are built to withstand a a category five hurricane. And so um, traditionally you go in a school gymnasium, people who, people who can, who have the means generally will go to a hotel or a friend's house and things like that. But this year they're talking about actually, instead of gymnasiums, putting people in hotel rooms, um, they're talking about instead of taking people out of cities on buses, as they sometimes do in places like Miami and large metropolitan areas, talking about potentially using Uber 
or some other sort of um, program that will allow people to not be in such a large crowd. Um, So there's a lot of different factors out there they're talking about doing. The thing that is still being stressed, as always, is, you know, if you're told to evacuate, evacuate. There will be a plan. Again, it's like we were talking about with the with this um, tornado shelters. You just really this year have to pay even more attention to the communication that's coming out from your local city and county and state in order to know where to go and what to do. And let's hope we don't have to worry about that for a while. Maybe even not at all. Yeah. And and we're only bringing it up not to say that anything that with this low that we're watching off the Southeast coast would be anything that would prompt that. No, No, not at all. But it just makes us, you know, it makes you think hurricane seasons around the corner. These are what you have to be concerned of, especially if you live in places like Janda's uh, in Florida. So a lot of people it's, it's time to start thinking about that. And, um, just yeah. asking yourself the question, what would I do? Right, yeah, exactly. I think this year, we, I think many more will need to plan farther and ahead than you normally would. You don't want to mm-hmm. wait until you're, the storm is right there. You know, you really do want to think now. So it's kind of a, a, this is a good opportunity to start investigating what your options might be. So I, I've been talking to a lot of the emergency management agencies and, and people like that in recent weeks. And, you know, they're all kind of saying, um, you know, watch, this would be the year that we would get an early storm just because of how crazy this year has already (laughs) been. And because honestly, they need more time to plan because they've been so busy planning with coronavirus. You know, I I don't know if um, people realize this, but the emergency management agencies that deal with storms and evacuations in counties and and states are the same agencies that are dealing with coronavirus response. So they're already overtaxed with that. Well, yeah, and we always think resources mean just money. Resources are people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those people are focused on that. Yeah. So they don't have time for hurricane preparedness 2020. Um, right. or really anything 2020 because this has been our whole <laughs> lives. <laughs> you know, this right. has been our 2020. And I really hope it's a quiet season. But this low that we're talking about off the coast, if you are in Florida, we're talking minor impacts. It's something to watch. It's something interesting. And it is a reminder that this is where we're, this is the season that we're starting to uh, get into. But what's yeah. also good about all this is to the north, temperatures warm up. So yay, finally you get a break and temperatures will go above average and it's going to stay that way. It looks like at least through the 25th of May that we're going to carry some above average temperatures from places like Chicago all the way over to Boston who have just really had a tough go with temperatures yeah. and um, it's been really cold record lows. Yeah, it's kind of almost like, you know, we just flipped a switch from winter right straight in towards uh, late spring, summer, you know, with the tornado mm-hmm. threat ramping up. And now yeah. we're watching the low off the southeast coast. And, you know, this won't be the first year if this system develops that we've had an early uh tropical or subtropical storm developed since 2015 every year has seen a system develop prior to the official start of Atlantic hurricane season on June 1st. So it wouldn't be uh, uh, something we haven't seen before, although typically we don't, we see it every couple of years. Since 2015. 2015, every single year has seen a storm before, uh, a system before June 1st. So uh, it's been a really busy uh, early season period. And even uh, this year, the Eastern Pacific had its earliest uh, tropical cyclone on record. They had a tropical depression 1E that formed at the end of April. Uh, it's already, you know, starting to act like it is heading towards hurricane season, which it definitely is. And it seems to be pretty uh, solid evidence that we might see an above average season. But it is always good to keep in mind that even if it is an active season doesn't mean that 
it will be an impactful season in the U.S. I mean, you can have lots of storms that don't end up actually uh, coming towards land. So if that is the case that it's a busy season, I'm hoping that we don't have too many of those, but right. definitely something to, to keep in the back of your mind. And this is a, if at the very least is a wake up call that it is heading towards summer. So <laughs> yep. it's uh, just starting. Yeah. And, and um, I think like 2020 is the headline for all of us. Like if, you know, my dear diary, I sat at home and waited <laughs> out the storm. <laughs> Which storm? I, you know, let's hope it's, it's one. We don't need actual storms. But really, this 2020 has been just a storm, a, just a gigantic storm that we're dealing with. So let's hope it just does stay quiet because we're all just sitting home trying to do the right thing. So please give us a break. Right. Yes, I know. Right. Exactly. Mother Nature. <laughs> Let us get something, right? I do not <laughs> want to have to evacuate this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Jan, you can come here. <laughs> All right. This is your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really that's mean. what you should do, Jan. When you podcast with people, you look and see who has the best backgrounds. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like they decorate nice. They seem like they're clean. They're, and then you say, oh, I have to evacuate. So just in case. So that's your plan. Start thinking. Just start surveying right. everybody's homes when you podcast <laughs> with them, when you see them online. And everybody should really do that. If you work from home, you have meetings. Just look, see who has the nicer house. Right. Or see who eats really good. Oh, yeah. Everybody's posting. That's important. Eating. That is important. To find somebody who's a good chef. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that is very important. <laughs> you don't come to my house because I am not a good chef. So. <laughs> I'm so sick of cooking. I've given up. So unless you want Cheetos and string cheese, no, don't stop here. It's not happening. Um, we're joking, but no, seriously, uh, these are all things to really start considering and figuring out what family you can go stay with whether they have good cooking or not. But um, it's always great talking to you guys. And uh, it's only Tuesday. <laughs> so we have a whole week ahead of us. And we're going to see each other again. And you guys will hear from us. We really do appreciate it. And we hope you all have a uh, fantastic day and stay safe. Yeah.